Welcome to Tutti Avoided. Welcome back to another Turtley Devoted. It has been a couple weeks. It has. It's been almost a month. We um, recorded a podcast, and that's just due to Anthony's really crazy work schedule right now. Um, Don't blame me. Okay. I'm a good person. I don't know why he has to make things awkward, but he's been working a lot, a lot of Saturdays. So our time has been limited on the weekends, but luckily we're getting back to normal and um, he's here. We're able to record a podcast. Yep. I, love, I spent a lot of free time, thanks to you, working in the turtle lair as well. Yeah. Making some uh, platforms, some, some shelving out of wood to hold various uh, enclosures and whatnot, mm-hmm. three, uh, three tiers high. So that's been a lot of work. And you've been gracious to allow me to do that. I'm gonna be honest with the, the listeners here. I'm not even upset that you did all that. What I was upset about in that yeah. whole situation mm-hmm. is the amount of sawdust you left in the garage and was trapped into our house. Oh, okay. But I blew I'm it out. happy you waited to tell me that for when we were recording this. <laughs> I blew it out with our leaf blower. You, that's not true. I did tell you, and your response to me was, well, there were leaves on the ground in there. It was. It was already dirty. Right. So anyway, it it's needed all clean. to be blown anyway. It's cleaned. I'm super happy Anthony was able to get the work done. It smells better in the basement. It does. When I move stuff, I clean some stuff. And I was I was able to spend some time down there and clean more. Like pretty much. It's not often that every single enclosure is clean. As a side note, uh, I made a YouTube video. I think it was like 2012 of our basement. Just like my turtle room is what it's called. And um, it got a lot of views. And to look back at that now, it's like so crazy. But um, I've had a lot of people say, like, why don't you do that again? And as it gets larger, it's tougher to manage. There's always something that's not right. And, oh, that filter's not running right. Like, I'll have to fix it this weekend when I have time. And then you fix that. And then there's something else. Like, no matter what, there's always something that needs to be cleaned or updated. It's like you're a landlord for turtles. Yeah. Yeah. You're the turtle landlord. I am. At least you didn't say slumlord. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely appreciate that. Yeah, but there's always something to do, so it's difficult as much as I'd love to do that. Maybe when I get to this point, but a little further, like after I spend a couple more weekends at some point and finish the shelving because I'm not done yet, and then I get to a point like where I was last weekend where everything was perfect for the first time in like forever. Um, I have the best solution to this problem, and that is to downsize the amount of turtles we have. Interesting you should say that, because I think we should ramp it up. Yeah, I don't. Um, I think I've mentioned it before. I'd like you to focus on specific species um, and not have so much of an abundance of different things that require all different things. I completely agree. You know? Yeah, I think we've done that for the most part. Mm-hmm. We have tortoises that eat greens and we have 
terrestrial turtles that eat a mix. Why don't you do the romaine thing in your basement where you take the head of lettuce and like put it in water and it's supposed to keep growing into more romaine? Do you want me to grow lettuce in a basement? Well, okay. I didn't think about the no lighting situation down there. I'm just... just... We could talk these things out not (laughs) right now. Okay. Some other time. Okay. We can maybe Google about it and... Yeah. Familiarize ourselves. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that was one of the things we wanted to talk about was the future expansion of the operation here. Well, when we say expansion. Oh, yeah. Expanding out. We are growing. (laughs) Business is booming, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. Um, When I mean expanding... I mean expanding space. I uh-huh. don't mean expanding the number of creatures that we have. Why are you calling them creatures like that? Things. Monstritos. That would be Spanish for little monsters. Yeah. I don't mean like, let's get more. I mean like, let's just get more space so that they have more space. And we have more space. But I don't necessarily mean like increase that number higher. What do you want more space for? Um, what would we get more space for? How would we get more space? Well, maybe we could take the animals out of that basement into a separate building. Mm-hmm. And now I don't have to use the crawl space. I can put all of my holiday things in organized racks with labels. This is getting rough. It's <laughs> getting really rough. So you, you're going to have to walk outside to do that, though. That's okay. Because you can't access the That's fine. turtle lair from the house. I only change my my decor um, for fall and um, Christmas and Easter. I like where your head's at, um, but I'm going to have to veto that idea. Mm. Yeah. I'm six foot eight, and I will get in the crawl space if it means that I get to keep my turtle room. Okay. This is getting too real again. We talk about things getting too real on the podcast. It's too much. Yeah. We got to figure out that crawl space. I feel like we mentioned that the last time. Lately, I've been looking at um, designing my own building, like barn for outside. Right. And and or adjacent attached greenhouse space. Right. So, um, yeah. Found some ideas there that I really like. The really cool thing about setting up an, an outside building for animals is that you can have a dirt floor. Um, you know, uh, Chris Leone, who we talk about just about every time we do one of these podcasts, he has um, a dirt floor that he then puts some like like rocks on and then like bigger rocks, sharp rocks. I don't know what how to explain it. Maybe like bigger versions of the rocks that you put under asphalt. Like mm-hmm. for that layer, that, that gravel layer under asphalt. Um, they're not polished in any way. They're just very like jagged rocks. Um, and then he put that down. That's enough to keep rodents from coming in from underneath. And then on top of that, you build the enclosures and put the substrate so that, you know, if you dump a water bowl or something, it's just going into the ground. And then like, I am all for this idea. Bioactive, I basically hate the idea of you make I just... Like you've showed me pictures and nothing has been 
looking like what I would want. I'm not yeah, well, we're just talking about it so far. Obviously, whatever I did would have to look amazing. Otherwise, I want to buy like a real barn and have it like delivered here. Okay. That's my goal. Whose money are you spending on that? I don't know, but that's what I would like. Mm -hmm. Is to like have a pretty barn in the backyard. Mm. I, uh, yeah, I like the thought, but uh, again. Charlie. <laughs> Why are you doing that? It's so awkward. It's not even funny. I thought it was your sugar. Sugar. Daddy. He's my good friend who I love and appreciate. And now you're making it awkward. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that would be my idea is like a really pretty looking barn that doesn't have metal roofs, mm -hmm. roofs, roofs. Um, I just want something that will look nice in the long run. Like almost like a big giant shed. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So I I don't know. There's sheds with metal roofs too. Yeah, we had a metal You know like one of those like Clover Farms yes. like special yes. order yes. buildings that like yes. is nicer than a house. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's where my head's at with this whole expansion. Thing. Right. Like what a really, really successful photographer buys to be their studio out there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, we're like totally on the same page right now. I know, but ours isn't going to be, you know, a nice studio. It's going to have animals in it. That's fine. On the outside is all I care about. I don't care what you do on the inside. Mm -hmm. I care about what you do. You do. Inside. Yeah, of course you do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're getting somewhere though. This feels nice, doesn't it? I don't want like those people that build that chicken coop down the road it's it just so tacky you took me to drive by it to show me because you wanted me to see i know and then when i actually saw it in like broad daylight i was like yuck that was a that was like a screened in chicken run though yeah. it wasn't like actually anything special yeah i just like when the turtle stuff looks nice because yeah. then it makes me want to be a part of it more you don't like chris's building though Chris's building fits their yard. They their yard that that looks right. It wouldn't a, a a building like that wouldn't look right in our yard. In our backyard, that's like near like they don't have a garage, so it kind of looks like a garage, like a shop garage. So it like fits their space, mm -hmm. whereas like ours would be in the backyard. So like you don't. Nobody just has like a building in their backyard. It's like a shed or a barn or something like that. Okay. I was just wondering. If we had a driveway like theirs, like that wouldn't bother me at all. But our house is just totally different and that's in that regard. Mm -hmm. Okay. And where we would probably place it would be like, I mean, our whole backyard has windows everywhere. I want to be able to look in our backyard and think like that, that looks really nice. Right. So. Right, like landscaping around it and stuff like that. Not even, not even, not necessarily. Just a pretty building, like a pretty area. That's all. And for the neighbors too, you know, like they don't want to have to stare at some metal roof building. Like a cute little barn would be really cute in the backyard. 
I was going to build one. You can't build a barn. Why not? You're not Amish. You don't have those skills. <laughs> yes, I do. You're. What? I redid our bathroom. You don't. I did the. The I floor's did... cracking. Um, you don't live on a beet farm. We, I did, I've done three porches for you so far. I wouldn't necessarily count that back porch as a job for me. That was just to get the house sold. It counts. It counts. You want like something like those things, those buildings come with like really nice. I don't even know what you'd call them. Not like a dormer or anything, but well, just, just like, take out a second mortgage. Like design features that like. No, and I don't need like intricate details or anything like that. I just want a pretty barn and I and I, I think it needs to be bought. I think a second mortgage in the future would be fine. I'm excited. <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. That's crazy. Oh, sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, you find your soulmate and you marry them and things work out. It's a beautiful thing. Can we talk about something? I'd like to talk about happy. something. Please, yeah. Throw it at me. I was thinking about this yesterday. And like, I, I I do follow a lot of celebrity gossip. Not as much as I used to, but every once in a while, I like to go on Us Magazine and check out the recent whatever. And I read so often all these like celebrities who say like, oh, this this quarantine has been such a test on my marriage. And I was thinking yesterday and it's like, I mean, there's been certain times where like during this quarantine where I've been like, we haven't been on the same page about the virus and stuff, but I don't feel that way. And I get it. Celebrities are like home right now because their spouses are home and they're home. So they're not used to that. But like with us, I don't know. I don't feel like that. No, we talked about it before. It's been, it's been a bummer for certain things we wanted to do. Yeah. We were going to go to Florida this uh, this past summer yeah. for Daytona, and that was going to be a fun family trip and a fun turtle trip. And I was supposed to go to China, which didn't happen. So there, there's been a lot of bummers with that, in addition to other trips for different fun things and stuff like that. That's been a bummer. But, you know, besides that sort of thing, we enjoy being at home and working on projects and doing things. And, you know, normally you have to go to these family functions and you have to do this and that. And there's no pressure on anything. So it's just like, no, I we're just staying home because we're going to be thoughtful. We don't need to go anywhere. So we'll just stay home and work on stuff that we wouldn't be able to do otherwise. And it's been really enjoyable. Yeah, I'm just appreciative that we're somewhat on the same page. I'm much more extreme with COVID than Anthony is. And I know that he knows more of the science of it, but... Um... You know, like this weekend, he wanted to go, you know, see a turtle friend. And I basically put the kibosh on that because it's getting pretty bad up here again. Um, and I just don't think it's worth taking those chances. Um, and he was really mindful. And, um, you know, I'm sure it wasn't exciting for him, but it meant a lot to me that, um, you know, he didn't go. But anyway, I just was thinking about that this week when I saw like, oh, this has really tested our marriage. And I just thought like, I'm not saying we're perfect. We fight and we argue, but I don't, I think if anything, sometimes I feel closer to you that we're on the same page. I can't imagine what it's like for people who, and we have friends who are like, have a spouse who's just not on the same page when it comes to the virus and COVID and stuff like that. Sure, sure. Anyway, that's just a little 
side thing I've been thinking about. I'm with you there. Um, so we wanted to reflect on the podcast. So I had such a great time doing the podcast. Um, I just thought Dave Hudson was amazing. Dr. Dave Hudson. It was really fun to talk to him about some of our old college memories prior to the podcast starting, which was really cool. Um, I'm super bummed you didn't get a lot of feedback and that you didn't get um, a lot of views. Yeah, it seems like we just really didn't. I don't know. I think people look for, first of all, people have a lot of options now. You know, us having a second uh, podcast here is um, kind of indicative of where this stuff is right now. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of people that I know in the reptile world and even specifically now for the first time the reptile in, biz. in the turtle world, what, what we in the biz call. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's a, a, a reference from the breakup. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, that where people are really starting to have their own shows, they're having Facebook live events and um, starting podcasts and a lot of people have YouTube channels and all sorts of stuff. So the amount of stuff that you can watch is just, yeah, it's never ending. And we understand that, which is why we really appreciate people that kind of tune in to hear our, our banter a little bit. Yeah. Which is, yeah, but we have a lot of fun with this. So it was just fun to be a part of something with the turtle room. I hadn't done that in a while. And, um, I think, uh, if you're from Connecticut, it probably meant more to watch that, um, podcast, but I don't know. I just think it was fun to talk to someone so intelligent and it was cool. I think at times, um, he felt like he needed to like make it turtle related. And, um, I think it was probably different than our normal show too, but I think first of all, he's brilliant. The, the, the best part is he he's he has people skills mm -hmm. like to be a research scientist and to be as brilliant as he is and then have the people skills with it is really awe-inspiring yeah. i think it really is um and he gets it he understands it. he's the type of person who could be a, a really big time leader in the conservation world and research world because he can do the people part he's not just the type to have his nose in a book all day he can he can kind of make both things work you know yeah no, I just, I thought it was great. I'm surprised, like, one of the reasons I love to listen to some of the podcasts are, like, sometimes you listen to people who you wouldn't necessarily listen to, and then you listen to them, and then you become interested in what they have to say and what they're talking about. So it kind of bums me out to hear that, like, the turtle people might not have viewed because it wasn't necessarily turtle-related, which I would just think, like, what, I don't know. I struggle with that, too. I, I listen to a lot of reptile podcasts where they just talk about snakes and geckos and things like that, because I think there's a lot of overlap. Yeah. So I don't think someone needs to be, you know, Chris Hagen from the TSA for it to be interesting. Now, Chris is, I say Chris, because I think he's like the best guest you can have. He knows everything there is about turtles and it's a turtle podcast. Um, but I don't think it has to be that. I think, you know, having a brilliant person on is having a brilliant person on and the talk doesn't always have to be about reptiles. Um, or turtles either. So that's just my thought though. I just don't think that everyone thinks that way. Yeah. And and I think part of it is just the, um, the, the vast amount of choices people have for what they're going to listen to. Like, yeah. If, if we're going to put a, a guy on who studies lobsters and crabs and somebody else has, you know, Chris Hagen on, even though they've heard him before, they'll just listen to that again. 
I'm just using that as an example. I know. But I really enjoyed the conversation that we had. I was really, really proud to have you be a part of it. And I don't really care what people think about that. I know. It just was like, you know, it's nice to hear when your um, friends and colleagues give you good feedback. So I was bummed to hear that. Ralph liked it. Ralph still liked it. And that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Ralph is always very critical. Ralph. Uh, not critical. He's always very constructive is what I meant to say. He can be critical when it's when he feels he should be. And he's always honest. So it was well, good to good. get his... Uh, his thoughts on the show. So that was cool. Cool. Yeah, yeah I had a really good time. Uh, one thing we started, I believe it was last show, is talking about um, turtle news stories and what we thought of them. Mm -hmm. So you came up with one. Um, basically, in, in South America, they're using these special eggs to track down poachers. It's you a know, pretty cool thing. I had never thought about the um, eating the animals the way um, Dr. Hudson mentioned it about like, cause you're always like, you know, these people, they're eating them, they're blah, blah, blah. But like it, it's true. And what he said is like, they obviously, if like, if it's a matter of like feeding your child or not, yeah, you're going to eat that animal and like getting them the other food that they need. And I never really like had looked at it in that capacity, which I thought was really cool. Right. So in regards to the poaching, it's like, you know, um, I mean, I think it's important that they're, they're catching them, but I also think like, why do they have to catch them? Like, what are they missing in that area? She's going to take the whole computer down. Yeah, she is. Our dog Zoe is coming up to say hello to me. And she has a cone on right now because she had a hot spot on her paw and she is all up in my biz. Um, yeah, it makes sense, but I mean, it's complicated and there are different reasons that different people eat different species of animals and, and different life stages. So like why someone would eat a turtle egg in Costa Rica and why someone would grind up the plastron of a uh, Cora trifasciata in Asia are a golden coin turtle are they're two different reasons um, and you know basically for both getting the animals is monetary for the people who are doing it and and the thing I loved about this this special egg thing so what they're doing is they're taking thank you Zoe that was great they're taking um, these fake 3D printed eggs and they're using a certain plastic that has a feel that's really similar to uh, turtle eggs that have been freshly laid. They're putting a GPS tracker in there and then they're tracking where it goes because they're not trying to catch the people who are collecting eggs on the beach because those people aren't getting really anything and they're not the big players. They're just the ones who have enough to lose that they're out there trying to get it. Right. It's the same thing as the drug trade. You can keep busting all these people that are making barely anything to sell drugs on the street. But as soon as you bust one, the, the next one is there in their place. Right. And you don't actually ever do anything to the to the huge machine that is the, the, the um, black market for wildlife. So with these eggs, they can track to see where these people go and where are their eggs sold to. Yeah. Um, and get the next tier up person, which is what I thought was really interesting about it. But yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, if, you know, tell someone in Madagascar who needs to feed their family not to collect and sell tortoises, like 
who the heck are you? I don't care if it's between feeding my family or this tortoise living, I'm going to feed my family. Right. Right. Which is just like a, when you've always explained it and I, you always like use the analogy of like, well, they're, you know, tiger penis or whatever. Yeah. Well, that's the part that frustrates me. Okay. But that's the cultural, the cultural piece where like, like traditional medicine that's not proven by science at all. That's like, I totally get it. If you eat this turtle, it's a status symbol in a place where everyone's riding bicycles to work. There's no Lamborghini. So the status symbol is, you know, eating a rare animal or having it in your apartment or having, you know. No, I whatever. totally understand. It's just that I never. Collecting ivory. I've always thought that, you know, like I've always associated it with that. And I never really associated it with, you know, some people are just killing them because they need the food, you know. Yeah. And that's what makes it complicated. And that first person on the chain is probably doing that because they have no other way to feed their family. They're going to do whatever they can to feed their family. And that bigger issue is not their problem. And I understand that. And I, you know, it's a sad truth, but I understand it. Yeah. Whereas for, you know, uh, the middle person, the person that's orchestrating the whole thing that they then go to, to sell it, to then move it out. Because there's a bunch of middlemen. It goes from one person to another, to another, to another. And the price goes up exponentially every time you go to the next there's level. Just something so intriguing. I know, again, we're, I'm referring back to our podcast, but like, there's just something so intriguing about sea turtles. I don't know. I think it's probably I too think, because... I think you hit the nail on the head with that, but go ahead. I just think it's like... I don't know. I just feel a certain way about like, when I hear that, I'm like, oh, that is amazing. I'm so mm-hmm. happy that they're doing that. And it's not like I don't care about your turtles and tortoises. It's just that there's something so beautiful about them and so special about them to me. And I don't know. It just, the sea turtle stuff just really intrigues me. I get that. And I respect that. Yeah. Something about where I grew when I was a kid going out to swamps and ponds and stuff like that, that to me is heaven. I enjoy mm-hmm. that more than the beach. I would rather go to a pond than the beach. And not a lot of people are lucky enough to live in a coastal area like we do. Like we're only, how far are we from the beach? A half hour, 35 minutes? Like 35. Yeah, like we're really close to the shore. And when um, we had someone come out and visit us uh, and he's from Indiana and he he kept talking to me about being near the shore and how cool that was. He's, he likes fishing and stuff like that. And to me, it's like, eh. Um, I know how stupid and privileged that sounds, but I just, something to me from my weird childhood, like a pond and a swamp is where I enjoy being. So they're so different in that regard. Yeah. And that's okay. That's okay. But like I I get sea turtles are from the ocean and as, as, um, Dave Hudson said, they're, they're alien to us. You know, they're out there in the open sea for the entire year and only come up once to lay their eggs. Like that's a really cool story when you see them. They're a turtle, which is something that everybody loves. I don't care what age you are, who you are. Everyone loves turtles. And um, there has to be one person that doesn't like turtles. Uh, Blake Shelton. Oh God, here we go. He ran over a turtle, and made a joke about it online. I know you've mentioned it for the last twelve years, and I don't like him. I don't like him. <sighs> Big tough cowboy. All right. I would. Uh, oh yeah, big mm-hmm. big tough guy over here. You think I'm scared of Blake Shelton? I think he's got more guns than you do. That's true. <laughs> guns don't hurt people. I hurt people. Not really. 
Okay, so I had a new idea I wanted to do with you. You're gonna love this. And I'm calling it, um, this is in Anna's voice from Frozen. What are you so afraid of? That's what I'm calling it. Okay. Okay, so it's what are you so afraid of? Because you you have a lot of fear, a lot of fear-based living, a lot of uh, uh, making your choices in life uh, based on how fearful you are of whatever. So I wanted to actually bring statistics and kind of quiz you on what you think the situation is with a certain thing. Can I just say on so many levels, this is so rude. Okay, good. Now, I didn't tell her about this. If you, because how would you like if I sprung on, let's tell the viewers what a slob you are. No, and how gross no. you are. Let's talk about what's on your bathroom sink right no. now. What's on my bathroom sink? Let's talk about, like, that is, just, it's just like, it's rude. I'll do it, but I just want you to know if, so it was my if fault. the tables how I, how I brought it up was my fault. I apologize. I was being insensitive, but I was just joking. So I apologize. But it's something we talk about all the time, and I never really pull up the statistics. And when I thought about it, I did a little research and started to pull up some statistics. Okay. All right? All I'm going to say is... You're also a, a child of an American kid who grew up in this rationalized society where scary cells like what's happened with animal planet like even i guess steve Irwin was even part of it because he's picking up deadly snakes and stuff like that and that was part of the the you know the the attraction to him as well which i love him i'll just put out the disclaimer but things started to move jeff towards. corwin is better than than steve when, Irwin. when i was younger i didn't think so he is though i appreciate jeff corwin a lot they're totally different it's tough for me at this point given Steve Irwin's legacy, what he meant to me to say anyone's better than him at anything. I, I just LeBron James isn't a better basketball player than Steve Irwin. I just love him so much. You can't say anything bad about him. Um, but yes, I really appreciate Jeff Corwin because he's really knowledgeable and really down to earth and the people still know that type of stuff. Thanks, guys. If you could stop that, that'd be great. So I, I apologize for being insensitive. I do. I was just trying to make it silly. But Point being, just the world in general is very, um, very attracted to these dangerous animals. Okay, lay it on me. Megafauna and all that type of stuff. So, okay. How many? All right. What animal do you think causes the most deaths in the U.S. per year? Deaths. Oh, hold on. I'm going to ask you. S venomous snake, shark, alligator, wasps and hornets, or cows? And did I say horse? Horse. No. Cows, uh, horse. Which I would, one? I would. Are wasp hornets the same thing? I have them under the same one, yeah. Wasp? Or what was before alligators? Mm -hmm. I'm going between alligator and wasp and hornet. I think it's going to be wasp and hornet. It's not. Do you want to know which one is the most out of all those? What? Horse. Horses are responsible for most human deaths in the U.S. per year. Where'd you get your data from? From online. Oh, well, it's guys. It's really simple to search Guys, it's got to be true. <laughs> no, the estimations are pretty good. If you just, like, Google, like... Uh, how many Sumatran rhinos so are here's there? The how good many thing. humpback whales are there? It comes up with the answer right here's away. Here's the good thing. 
I don't go horseback riding and I don't live on a farm. All right. So I, I want to, I want to go down this list though. I want to okay. go down this list. Horses. Number one out of those animals. Okay. What's two? Number two is wasps and hornets. Okay. 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 All right. I just, I want to make a point and how long it takes to get down to those scary, sensationalized, ridiculous animals that are thought to be man -eaters. Which animal are you talking about? Not wasps. That's for sure. Not horses. So do you want to know what's next on the list? Sure. So horse at 100 deaths per year. Wasps and hornets, 56 deaths per I year. I would think that would be more. I would too. But, yeah. but online told but, you otherwise. So. You, yeah, but you watched My Girl as a kid. So now that's sensationalized in your head too. Thomas J. Yeah. Gus is getting upset. I'm sorry I'd bring up Thomas J. Nobody was ready to watch Macaulay Culkin's character die. Okay, next one on that list. Gus, are you kidding me? What is that? Is he dying? This is horrible. Our dog, our dog is swallowing a wasp. And he will not be uh, reflected in next year's numbers because he's not a human. All so right. that's okay. All right, can you hurry up? What else we got? All right, is this interesting to you? Not really. Okay, awesome. So the love, so listeners are gonna love it then. <laughs> okay, number three on this list, cows, two twenty. How? I understand. Twenty how? people are killed by cows every year, and and the majority of them are are on purpose. The what? cow actually like gets mad at somebody and like bowls them over or kicks them. I'm not buying this. But I'm telling ahead. you. Okay. I'm, I'm, I've actually researched this. All right. 20 deaths by cow. Okay. What's next? Okay. What's next? You want to know what's next? The next thing, there's 4.7 million bites per year, but 16 deaths. Dogs. You never said dogs on the list before. I know, but they're next on the list. I know I didn't bring them up. But that's crazy, right? So I talked about alligators, sharks, venomous snakes. And if you go down the list, you've got wasps, you've got uh, horse, wasps and hornets, cows and dogs before them. How crazy is that? Mm -hmm. Okay, so then we get to venomous snakes. Five deaths per year from venomous snake bites. Five. I'm not afraid of snakes because of venomous bites necessarily. I understand, but how do you not find that fascinating? Only five in the U.S. I just don't find them to be attractive. I don't like their little, like, creepy tongues. I'm just, they're not for me. That's fine. I'm not telling you you should cuddle with one because only five people die per year from them. I'm saying that's crazy. And you know how I feel about sharks. Sharks scare your me more stuff than is based, Your stuff is based in fear. Yeah, but this is five five deaths per year from I snakes. Know. Okay, all right, all right. So alligators. I don't trust alligators. One death per year. That's impossible. Your it's facts not impossible. are wrong. It's not impossible because they only live in a small area. Alligators are not wide all over the country. Everyone's riding horses and everyone has dogs. That's the point. But still, I mean, that's not the point. The point is that less are killed. But an alligator kills someone, you hear about it right away. That's the point. One alligator death per year. How many shark? How can you be less than one? Half. That's how. 
half a human, Three, half a body. Every two years, somebody gets killed by a shark. Half a person a year gets killed by a shark. I don't care necessarily about the dying factor. How many shark bites were there? How many? Not as many as there are dog bites. How many snake bites were there? Let me tell you something. Here's the good thing. I don't go up to dogs often. I don't go up to animals in general often that are on my premise. Would you rather get bit by a snake or a dog? What kind of dog? How do you say what kind of dog? I would thought you say what kind of snake. Because no. if you asked me that question, I'd be like, snake, but I really hope it's a garter snake. Like if it's a chihuahua, like I'll take a bite for a chihuahua. Okay. All right. Would you rather get bit by a Jack Russell or a ball python? Jack Russell. You're crazy. That Jack Russell would F you up. It would. If it really wanted to maul you as hard as it could, it wouldn't kill you or anything, but it would mess you up. I don't know if we ever talked, I think we, yeah, we talked about it at least once, about the time you were holding a ball python, mm -hmm. and you said to me, these are the most gentle snakes, they, I, they've they never yeah. bit me, blah, 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 and so I go to put my hand out, and the thing goes to bite me. It did. I, I know. It's Okay. I'm not lying. I'm more afraid of sharks than I am snakes. Okay. Would you rather be bit by an anaconda or a German Shepherd? I don't want to be bit by either of those things. I know, neither do I. <laughs> I would way much rather get bit by the anaconda. I don't want to be in places where there are snakes. I don't like snakes in our yard. All right, next one. Would you rather be mauled by a <laughs> mastiff or bit on the leg by a rattlesnake? You're sick. There's something wrong with you. <laughs> this is fun. Would you Would you rather? Bet? No? Okay, would you rather do yard work or would you rather... Hmm, mm -hmm. Let me think of something. Take your time. Take your time. We're not recording. I have to think of something now. Yard work or? I have to think of something. Organize the crawl space with me. That's an easy one. Neither. Exactly. That's fine. I answered. Neither. Whatever. I would. Ra I think I'd rather get bit by the rattlesnake. Why don't you like to organize? It doesn't make you feel good. What are you talking about? I'm talking about U.S. deaths per year. Here's another one. You don't like travel because you're scared of air, airlines? Let me tell you why the reasons I'm scared of airlines. Don't just throw that in that I'm afraid to go on a plane. Look at me. Okay? I'm right here looking at you. I don't want to be in an airport because there could be a bomber in there. Oh, God. Okay? Oh. So that's, <laughs> it's not just the airline. Okay? Mm -hmm. I don't want to be in there because someone could have a bomb. Mm-hmm. You know how often that. So now happens. I gotta keep. Now when I walk in, I gotta be searching all around to be looking at suspicious people. I, you know how often that happens. Okay, I don't like being on airlines. I get claustrophobic. I don't want to crash. I don't want a, a, a terrorist on my plane. All right, stop because you're losing. <laughs> people are losing respect for you by the moment. So let's stop. So we get down. Get down. Dog is all over me. 
goodness. So 350 U.S. deaths from planes, and that includes all those small planes and everything here and there that you don't really hear about because it's not huge news. It's very sad, obviously. 40,000 deaths by car. Yeah, I would believe that. I've been your vehicle multiple this is, times this, this year. Right, but this is the thing we talk about all the time. Like you get behind the wheel of a car, anyone could swerve at any point, and it's over. But... You're yeah. scared to go in the water because no, one person dies every two years from a shark. I'm more scared to go in your car with you driving than I am to go in the ocean. Okay. So now you're making a point. You always twist it. I'm just telling you're you. You're quite the politician. You're very, you should think of running for local office. <laughs> you really should. Excuse me? I'm speaking. Oh, nice. Good one. That's a little VP debate uh, reference for anyone who is wondering. And just at that moment, a fly landed on my head. Not really. I made that up. I just thought that was interesting. A new segment called, What Are You So Afraid Of? Do you remember that moment and when she says that? Yeah. Yeah. When does she say it? I don't remember. In Frozen, Anna is asking Elsa how come she won't right, let her right. marry Prince Hans and who of ended the Southern Isle. Let me ask something. Who ended up being right in that scenario? Always. It's always the party pooper. I know. Don't look at me like... Okay. I'm definitely Anna. Queen Elsa right here. I know, and I'm definitely Anna. I get it. I'm smarter with more life experience I'm just, than Anna, Yeah, but, yeah. Elsa, Anna to me is like a dummy. She's like my least favorite Disney character. She's attracted to the idea of doing something exciting. And Elsa's a party pooper. Who... No, she's not. She's realistic. Right. Right. She's a realist. Right. And my, po my politician, my aspiring politician wife can obviously flip it on its ear and make an argument for the con to the contrary. So that's cool. Um, and then the last thing we have cooking. I'm pregnant. I'm just kidding. I'm not. Ew. <laughs> that is disgusting. Why would you ever do that? She's not. I <laughs> hope she's not. <laughs> Holy shit. I just swore. I'm sorry. I always put down that this is a clean podcast and then that happens. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> ah, that is not the news that I had. It's not. Do you even know what news I have? <laughs> that would be why. So, why did you even feel like you needed to talk? What made you think like, oh, here it is. Here's my chance. Or I need to fill the dead air in the room. All right, let's go. What's the news? Oh, my gosh. I don't even want to anymore. <laughs> oh, I feel nauseous. Oh, ooh. Is it hot in here? <laughs> it's actually really warm in here. Okay, good, good. I thought it was just that conversation. Uh, the news being that we can now have guests on the show. Oh, yeah. We figured out a new... Don't act like that's not exciting. It though. is exciting. That we figured out a wrinkle in the Anchor platform that we can actually have guests on the show, which I think is so important for this um, platform and for the um, the conversations that we have and, and that sort of thing, that we can have other couples on to discuss things. And I can just see the significant others having a conversation saying, yeah, isn't it ridiculous when this or this happens? And then, you know, the turtle nerd saying, hey, why don't they ever let us do this or this? 
excited for that. Why don't they understand? You know? Yeah. That's pretty cool. So who do you think the first guest should be? I don't know. Casey Leone, probably because she's the only person who wanted to be on it. That's not true. Other people have asked. So here's what I want to do. If you listen to this and you think that you and your significant other could be good guests on the show, let me know. And if I know you, awesome. And if I don't know you, be prepared to tell me why and have a little dialogue. And we uh, can talk about it because we really want to start to expand and have some people join us. What are you doing right now? Nothing. Nothing? Okay. I'm right here, okay? We're having our podcast. It's been almost a month. And I just want my better half to just join me in this. Is that too much to ask? I'm enjoying Awesome. Thanks so much for listening again, if you listened. So she thinks it's over, so that's why. She I, thought that the was, I thought we were... You know, you give me a hard time that I'm not involved. You weren't paying attention. I said, hey, pay attention. You said, okay, thanks for a good show, everyone. That's what you I have to work You can't leave with. this whole thing. I don't want to leave this whole thing. Okay, so I'm trying to close this out. I don't want to leave the whole thing, but I want to have a show that's longer than 40 minutes. It doesn't have to be longer than 40 minutes. It's okay. Shannon, I appreciate you. Thank you. I do. I look forward to having a new uh, feng shui barn. Is that how you pronounce it? Feng shui? Barn. Uh, that is straight out of like Coastal Barn Living Magazine. Mm-hmm. And I really, really look forward to having guests. I want having guests. channel to say, can we come film in your backyard? Me too. That sounds great. Um, and I, yeah, I look forward to having guests on and continuing the conversation. And this show has been so much fun to do with you. I really appreciate your time and, and all your support. Well, I appreciate my time because it's I do. very, um, I'm a busy gal. I don't know what to tell you. Laters, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Till next time. I'm pregnant. <laughs> Better not be. Oh, who's the father? Later. Thank you for listening. Have a truly awesome day.